This is the Call to Service podcast, a place where service missionaries share their testimonies and experiences as they offer service to the one, just as Jesus Christ did. I'm your host, Macy Herbert. This is season one, episode three of Call to Service, and I'm here today with Sister Smart. How are you, Sister Smart? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing so great. I'm so excited for this, everybody. I found her Facebook stalking. And um, so I don't really even know her. And today we're going to get to know what she does. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, Sister Smart. Um, Let's see. I have been on my service mission for almost seven months now. Uh, I started back in October. I... Um, was actually inactive for a little bit. So it's kind of a shock that I'm here, but I'm really happy to be. But yeah, I'm loving my mission. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. That's awesome. So you started in August and um, what brought you to a service mission? Over like so. A couple things. I have a medical condition called hydrocephalus, which is extracerebral spinal fluid on my brain. I have a VP shunt. And basically, if anything were to go wrong with that, I would need to be at a hospital ASAP. And it's a little risky to send me out. So that was one thing. But another thing is I really struggle with anxiety and depression. And so that was another factor. I had a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think what kind of like put me over the edge to a service mission um, opposed to a proselyting mission is I went into kidney failure (laughs) last May, I want to say. And that was when I was working on my papers and it put a complete halt to um, finishing all my paperwork. And so that was kind of another huge thing. I couldn't use my legs very well. Mm -hmm. And so I can't ride a bike. I couldn't walk super great. And we were super nervous that I wouldn't be able to go out very far unless it was an all driving mission. And so that was kind of like the last little bit that I think ended up driving me to a service mission. But yeah, (laughs) that's a lot. That's way crazy. But (laughs) so do you live in Draper? I do. Okay. Yep. I'm in Draper, Utah. That's so fun. And where, so I noticed just from your Facebook feed that you serve um, at the, at Temple Square, right? Mm -hmm. And so what do you do at Temple Square? So I'm at the church office building on Temple Square campus. I'm on the fourth floor. I get to help with social media and I'm also in charge of painting name tags, watercolor name tags for our new missionaries, which is just a fun little craft that I get to help with. But the main thing that I do there is social media. So I help with the service missionaries worldwide page. And then I'm also helping with the mission for my area, the Salt Lake City South mission. I'm on their content team as well. So that's what takes up most of my time there. Okay, I'm gonna have to go follow those. I didn't know there was like- <laughs> worldwide page that is awesome we started it from scratch and it's grown a lot over the last couple months which is really cool that is awesome so are you would probably know this maybe are there service missionaries serving in other countries 
Yes. So we have reached out to missionaries from all over the world, um, Italy, Brazil, uh, the Philippines, um, over 10 different countries. And it's crazy. Wow. We have a really large spectrum of people that we've reached out to, which is a really cool thing that we get to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. For some reason, I thought that like service missions were like super new and that they were only in the United States. Because when I, I transferred from a proselyting mission to a service mission. And when I transferred, I was the only sister in my mission and there were five elders and like, it was super small, but that mission has grown to like 25 mission service missionaries now. And I'm hearing more and more about it. So that's so cool. That is all over the world. Service missions are growing a lot and it is the coolest thing to just get to experience watching all these new missionaries we had. I can't remember where he was from, but he was the first like service missionary in his country, which was so cool. That was like monumental for him to be the first one. So yeah. it's growing a lot. That's so exciting. That makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's what you do in the church office buildings. What other kind of service do you do? I am an ordinance worker at the Draper Temple once a week, and I love it more than anything. The temple is absolutely my happy place. So getting to serve there is one of the best things that I could be doing. And then I'm also at Thanksgiving Point down in Lehigh, Utah, and I switch off kind of where I'm at, but I'm just on that campus for the most part. I like to spend a lot of time in the Kids Museum. I've been helping with the Tulip Festival this last spring, and so I've been greeting people making sure no one's jumping in the fountains um <laughs> just random little things that I get to do there but it is so fun to get to serve there now that that site is open yeah so I know that some in some places that aren't affiliated with the church they don't service missionaries don't wear their name tag do you still get to wear your name tag at Thanksgiving point so at Thanksgiving point I actually don't um, I have a separate name tag for there. I used to, and then they changed it to where they didn't want it to feel like Thanksgiving Point was like a church site, which I can completely understand. So I stopped wearing my name tag, but I still wear my Thanksgiving Point tag. And I usually just have my name tag in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I still wear it most of the time. I have it on almost 24-7, except for places that... I don't feel like I should wear it or places that have asked me not to wear it, which is very few. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. I had similar experiences on my service mission where they were like, yeah, we don't really want to make it look like we're affiliated with the church or get people. Yeah. To so, yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, is that it? What else? Do you have any other things? Um Right now, that's pretty much it. I help a lot with the Salt Lake City South Missions Facebook and Instagram, like I said. And so that kind of takes up a lot of my free time, which is kind of nice. I really enjoy doing social media. And so getting to do it for my mission is like the coolest thing ever. I'm really close with the mission president in my area, his wife, and all their missionaries. They are some of my best friends. So I work on their content team. I get to reach out and see like uh, new converts that have been baptized hear their stories and get to share them on our page which is really cool but that takes a lot of my, my um, extra free time I also teach primary I did just remember that I guess that's my Sunday activities I teach yeah. sunbeams in my ward <laughs> so 
sometimes I forget that's like part of my week, but I <laughs> teach sunbeams and I love it more than anything. Yeah, that's another unique thing about service missions that I forgot is that you can hold a calling in your ward. Yes. Yeah, that's so fun. Um, one, My companion, my service mission companion had a calling in her ward. Um, she was like, maybe like a social media specialist or did or like family home evening something. I don't remember what it was, but like, yeah, that's cool that you can have that calling as a missionary and also have a calling in your local ward. It is really cool. I'm super grateful I get to stay in primary. Before I was um, planning on going on a proselyting mission, I was super nervous about leaving my kids because my primary is like, if there's one place that you should go during church, it's primary. That's the best place to be. I love it more than anything. And I was really bummed because I was nervous about missing the primary program. So when I got called to a service mission, they told me that I could keep my calling in primary and continue teaching. And it's been the biggest blessing ever. (laughs) That makes me so happy. (laughs) I love kids. They're wonderful. They are. They're the closest you can be to God, truly. Like if you want to feel close to God, feel the spirit, spend time in primary, spend time with those kids because they're the closest thing you're going to (laughs) get. Yeah, for sure. That's so fun. I remember I got called to serve as like a substitute song leader for primary. And so I got to teach the kids, um, I will walk with Jesus. And I like almost started bawling (laughs) when I was in primary because that the spirit was so strong and the kids were so pure and they just were belting it out. They're like, I will walk with Jesus. And I was like, yes, let's walk with Jesus. It was so cute. They are so pure. I love it. Yeah. It's wonderful. For sure. Um, do you have any like scriptures or quotes or poems, um, experiences from your mission that have strengthened your testimony in Jesus Christ? Um, oh, there are so many. One of my um Well, one is my companion. I was really nervous when I started my mission that I wouldn't have a companion that I could get along with. And I know it's a little different because I don't live with her, but I was super nervous that I wouldn't get along with any of my companions. And my current companion right now is my best friend in the entire world. And I am just super lucky to have her. She has just grown me as a missionary and grown me as a person. And I'm so grateful that our mission has brought us together. She came home from her proselyting mission the same day that I got set apart. So we started at the same time on our service missions. And she is the best thing that has ever happened to me. And that's been a huge blessing. Wow, that's awesome. That's such a tender mercy that you could have, like that God brought you like at the exact same time. It's crazy. When she told me the day that she came home, I was like, that was the day that I got set apart. And (laughs) she is just my favorite person ever. So she has been just a huge blessing. And being home with my family has also been the like, perfect thing for me. I'm super close with my family now. And I love them more than anything. It's been so good to just wake up and see my parents downstairs and have my siblings in the room next to me and spend so much time with them instead of watching them through pictures across the country. Mm -hmm. And so that's been another really big blessing for me. Yeah. 
How do you feel like your family has grown or has how has your service mission impacted your family? Um, I think honestly, we've just grown a lot closer. I think having a missionary in the house makes a big difference in like how we interact with each other and how the spirit is in our home and just being in the presence of like a representative of Christ. And I think that any service missionary could say that it's very different compared to when I wasn't on my mission. I am wearing my tag all the time. And that's a constant reminder that I am representing my savior and having that in our house has just kind of shifted um, dynamic in our house, which is wonderful. Yeah, for sure. That's so cool. I love that. Um, would you like to close with your testimony or any final words, scriptures you'd like to share? Um, I'd be happy to share my testimony. I would just like to bear my testimony that I know for certain, without a doubt, that the tr- this church is true and that God is real and he knows you and he loves you. Jesus Christ is our savior, our best friend, and he loves us more than anything. Um, The atonement is a true principle that is one of the biggest blessings that we should take advantage of. He died and was resurrected for us so that we could live again and be, um, just become more like him. Um, Missions are the best thing that anyone could do regardless of if it's teaching or proselyting it's all his work um we all have the same purpose regardless teaching or proselyting and I have a really huge testimony of that um I just I love this gospel more than anything it has made me a better person I've grown closer to God closer to my savior and I'm so grateful that I have the gospel in my life. And I say thanks in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.